0: What's up everybody and welcome to another Seven Figure Photographer Live. It is not such a beautiful day outside. It's nasty and windy. Funny story. I was doing a thing this weekend for a convention and I introduced like I started to introduce myself by saying, like, what's up, everybody? It's another seven-figure photographer live. Anyway, I started that out, messed it up. I thought it was funny. I get too used to doing this. So anyway, welcome everybody. I hope you guys are doing well and excited today. We actually had a topic that came up somewhat from today's 30-day lead challenge topic as well as a combination of some stuff that we did this weekend. What?
1: I hit my hand.
0: And Mia hit her hand. And so anyway, here's my question. If business was a game, what is the strategy you would use to win? The cool thing about business is that it is a game, but a game that anyone can win. So that's what we're gonna talk about today, coming up here shortly after this. What's up guys, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Sam Marvin and I've been in the photography industry for 25 plus years. While I love being a creative, business is my passion and elevating the industry of photography is my focus. I created the Seven Figure Photographer to share my journey to seven figures and to help others find their way too. that's amazing. All right, so. Couple of different things uh, to keep in mind today. James Wood, welcome. Glad to see you on here. I'm going to talk about games now. I actually, my wife has has really, she loves game night, and it's something that I actually fought for a lot of years. Mia loves to play card games, board games, all sorts of stuff like that. And for some reason, at some point in time, we decided to start playing some games, and now it's become a pretty common occurrence in our world. We've been playing a lot of games. One game that I bought a couple of years ago was something I bought because I thought that I could help my son with some things that were real life experience. Now everybody's played Monopoly, right? And Monopoly is kind of a great like representation of life. Like you have children or actually you don't, not in Monopoly, life, life you do. But in Monopoly, it's about real estate, stuff like that. Now I read a book from uh, Robert Kiyosaki, I believe is who it was. And one of the things he talked about was this game that he had created called Cash Flow. It's not a cheap game, it's about $180. But I bought it and one of the cool things about it is you quickly learn what the strategy to winning the game is. The game is actually very similar to the concepts of real life. And you learn that the strategy to it is to create passive income in your life early before you make too much money because it's harder to create passive income to replace your daily or your salary with passive income. It's easier to do at a younger age with fewer bills, expenses, than it is to do it at, a, at a, an older age where you might be a doctor or something like that. Once you get out of or get enough passive income to be greater than your expenses, your monthly expenses... You get out of what's called the rat race, which really is life, (laughs) (laughs) and you can make bigger investments and go forward. So the idea behind this game is it teaches you, A, about investing, taking chances, and how to grow in that aspect. But the point is, and what I've learned about it, is that it really is the game of life, and it is a game, and there's strategy to it. Now, mind you, I understand the strategy. I never win the game <laughs> because Mia always gets lucky. Oh,
1: that's I think show really, wins more than I do. That's really what this is about. <laughs> no. Mia just
0: gets lucky. She no, no, literally no, 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 no. keeps her.
1: No, I win legitimately when I win. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> like, I normally I get in, like, I get out of the rat race first, and then she just happens to roll the perfect amount of dice to land <laughs> on her space. So that aspect is just luck. It's just (laughs) luck, Mia. That's all it is. But anyway, my point in all of this is that every game has a strategy. And oftentimes we have a tendency to fight the game and fight the strategy. And we never understand why we just can't catch a break, right? Yep. Okay. So. Next, I want to talk about social media. And social media really is, we talked about this today in our 30-day lead challenge, it really is just a game. Like the concept is, they set the rules and they change the rules all the time. My son (laughs) is notorious for this. My son always creates these games and he sets the rules for the games. And when the things don't go his way, he changes the rules. So social media is exactly the same thing. Facebook changes the game. Changes the rules of the game. The engagement of the game. And what happens is when they make these changes, they reward the people that play the game. Right? Mia, tell us about some of the game that Facebook plays or expects us to play.
1: They expect you to post content that creates conversation and builds a community. They expect you not to use... (laughs) words that are um like negative do not shoot a friend (laughs) you're going to take them to like i'm going to enjoy having taking pictures of you don't tell them you're gonna enjoy shooting them later that's not good unless
0: it's a photo shoot all one word all one word but if it's a photo and then shoot you might be in trouble
1: yeah But they do. And if you want to know what their rules are, all of the social media platforms have like dedicated spaces where they tell you exactly what to do and exactly not or what not to not to do. Yeah.
0: So ultimately Facebook's goal is to get people there and keep people there the longest. That's why community interaction does really well there because ultimately people end up spending time in the communities that they love, but still Facebook rewards people with more interaction based on if they play the game well. For instance, if you keep people in Facebook, if you create links to other parts of Facebook that are all within Facebook, instead of taking them out of Facebook, you're rewarded and your stuff does better. If more people engage on your comments or comment on your comments or like your comments or like your posts, that's the game. And so, what you have to understand is that social media is all about playing the game and living by the rules that they set forth. Instagram, a couple years ago, Instagram started uh, Stories, which was a duplication or a copycat of what Snapchat already had. And the game was, or what it became, was the more people that posted stories had better results in growth and recognition based on following that algorithm or, or playing being that game. Being an early adopter. Yeah, being an early adopter. Same thing with TikTok. TikTok does the same exact thing. The more people, the more engagement that you get, the more people that like your comments or like your, your posts, comment on your post. again, having calls to action or, or interaction with your posts gets you recognized more for instance i posted and also whatever is on trend they like to follow the trends i posted a video on tick tock during the pandemic about the whole toilet paper crisis and got a lot of people commenting on it and it went over five hundred thousand views so it's just all about learning and understanding the game and how to play the game okay did you have something you wanted to
1: well, I think with TikTok, too, because we've been trying to work on our TikTok game. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've been doing some research. They The easiest way to build a community there is to do the duets. So they want you to do the duets or to tag other people on TikTok. Because, again, it's that same thing. You want to stay on TikTok, but there's not a lot of – they don't have the same amount of things. We're Like on Instagram, you can go to a story. You can go to a reel. You can do a Facebook Live. TikTok, you're limited to – a post or you can do lives on TikTok if you want to. So the things that I've been reading in the last few days have just talked about how if you do the duets that they do, or if you tag other people, like I liked this person's take on this, or I used their audio, things like that will bump you in their game. So,
0: okay. So, and that's good to know. I didn't realize that duets were or stronger there, but I don't think TikTok has any problem getting people to stay on their platform. No, not yet.
1: Uh, <laughs> Wait till the next thing comes out then they might.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's really funny because like, I mean, you see how things bounce back and forth and how like people, what is a duet? Jennifer S. A duet is like, for instance, if I do a video on TikTok and somebody posts a side-by-side video of, that one really popular way is like you see a video of somebody like trying to dig something out of a out of a well I saw this one it was really gross like somebody was Why di- do you always
1: have gross I, I don't know
0: because those are the ones that I recognize <laughs> but this lady was like had a spoon and she was digging her belly button and it like Ew. flung out and then the duet was somebody on the other screen like where it like Shot stuff like all over their face and it was like that's a duet, more or less. So yeah, you um, do
1: side by side or another person can do a dance and you repeat the dance using theirs so that both are being shown. Yeah,
0: and another one that I've seen is like how like one person is singing and then the other person sings the other voice. Like they do a duet like that. So it's kind of like a side by side. I don't know if when you do video and then switch to another video if it if that's considered a duet or not.
1: You have to specifically duet the Host yeah, the it, there's
0: actually a button that allows you to duet them. So hopefully that that works. I'm not sure if Tim says that I look super no, cute I, today. No, I'm
1: taking that one.
0: Oh, you're taking that one? Yeah, I need but, a boost today. But like, I think maybe he's talking about me because like, my hair we is extra shiny today. My hair is extra shiny today? Yeah, it looks Probably really a little shiny extra right product. now. <laughs> Tim, I let's just let's um actually let's do a poll because this is gonna be fun. <laughs> oh, Who do you think? Tim was saying, (laughs) "You at least I'll
1: finally win a poll. Probably will.
0: (laughs) I don't even know if it's a questioner. (laughs) Let's go, Sam or Mia. All right, let's see how this one goes."
1: But see, that's a great example of getting people to interact just on your posts. So little things like you just did. Yeah, exactly.
0: It's a great way to to get interaction.
1: And the more interaction you get, like the people talking who are not the host, the better. Like Facebook loves that. Instagram loves that.
0: So far, I'm winning.
1: Wait, what? How are you winning?
0: 100%.
1: Dude, did you just like end it right as soon as you like...
0: He says I was talking to Mia Booty Shooter. (laughs) He sent me a text message this morning, like it's seven o'clock in the morning. He's like, "What's up, Booty Shooter?" Yeah. Wait, because it
1: says Sam and Sam. You're a butthole.
0: Oh, did I I win? (laughs) That's why I'm over here laughing. Cause I I look at it. I'm like laughing. I'm like, oh, I could put Sam for both spots. So yeah, I win. (laughs) I guess you didn't win that poll, Mia.
1: (laughs) You're awesome. (laughs)
0: Oh, shoot. Um, Okay, what were you?
1: I don't know. (laughs) Well, just that, like the interactions. Like Facebook wants, they want somebody to post something and then they want in the comments for people to have interactions with together. So make
0: sure, and that's one thing, like, again, playing the game. You got to make sure that, like, how often do we post things but we don't ever actually have, like, a call to engagement? People always talk about a call to action. I call it a call to engagement. And it's just really all about having something in there like, I hate it when this happens. What's your least favorite thing? Like ask them to engage, like ask them for an opportunity to engage. That's partly the reason that we always say, like on YouTube, we say, tell us where you're viewing from. Cause getting that engagement, that commenting yep. in there is actually really strong for our involvement with uh, YouTube. Like in order for us to even get to a point where we can monetize YouTube, we have to get, I think it's Forty thousand hours of watch time which is a lot that means that we have to have you know that many people watching our videos over and over again or so
1: if you guys want to put us on like repeat yeah just go go, we'd we'd appreciate exactly
0: just turn on youtube and go to my playlist and just hit playlist and (laughs) just hit repeat and just let it play in the back that's what we should just do that's
1: that's what we should do but also with your things it doesn't always have to be like an actual call to action if you leave your posts like slightly vague so that people have to say oh what do you mean by that yeah. and then it gives you a chance to come back and it gives a, it opens up conversation
0: so and that's interesting because in tiktok like one of their big things and one of the workarounds people have figured out is that they'll post a video with like maybe a question up front but then or like a just wait till the end yep and then you're waiting and waiting and waiting till the end you get to the <coughs> end of the video and it's nothing or there's the answer like i've seen this with answer jokes a lot two. they play they'll put like a a joke with a punchline, but the punchline comes literally like a 10th of a second at the end. So you have to watch the video again to be able to even hit pause to see the punchline for the Mm -hmm. joke. So those are all different ways. Again, that's learning how to play the game to make it work for you. Now, the next part I wanna talk about is actually one that really kind of spurred this whole, this whole concept or this whole video today is print competition. In the state level or PPA level, we have the ipc which is international print competition i think is what it's called but the ppa level we have print competition state level we have competition and this weekend we had print competition and it was a little bit harsh like it, it really <laughs> it was a tough tough print competition for our state level and i'm gonna throw bart under the bus here just because like he was there and he's and, amazing and it he actually did well in print competition this week Uh, um, whereas everybody else didn't do so well. (laughs) But I remember him sitting behind me and he was just livid about everything. And he was complaining about so much. And Bart, this isn't to rip on you, but he was complaining about so much to do with print competition. And one of the things he kept saying is, he kept saying, oh, it's not processed enough in Photoshop. It's not Photoshopped enough. Like if you would have just Photoshopped it more, you would have done better. And it really you know, it really kind of hit home with me because it is, it's about the game and people like get upset because print competition is like, have these parameters and people have to kind of step up to play the game. And that's really what it's about. Like if you don't learn how to play the game, then you suffer in print competition. But that's what people are missing out is if you would just learn how to strategize the game and play the game, you can use it to your advantage. Now, ultimately, we can complain about it all we want. We can complain because we're not doing well. We can make every excuse for why things didn't go the way that we wanted them to go. But ultimately, that's the same as us just not learning and understanding the rules to the game. And if we take the time to learn the rules to the game, then we can perform better at that game. Just like in like football. I could go out onto an NFL field right now and try to compete, but I get your butt kicked. Would get my butt kicked. And part of that is the game in that scenario is constant conditioning, constant workout, constant practice. And those are the things that you have to learn to play in order to compete in that game. So I think that that's really an important aspect in our businesses and what we have to understand is that business really is just a game and what that game is is it's learning how to get people in the door and it's learning how to put our mindset or our concerns or our fears to the side and to how to work with people, how to play the game with people, understanding that it's not what I want but it's what they want. And if we can understand how to play the game of what people want instead of what we want, we can <laughs> I learned I hate the game. Ooh, yeah. And that's that's actually Tim, you're a good example of this. Like you have a tendency to get in your own head and and to hate a lot of the parts of the game instead of just learning to play the game. And I'm not that's not like a dig on you. It's just like those are the things like i've i've had a lot of situations a lot of games that i don't like to play like
1: cash flow against me
0: yeah cash flow against me but no like for instance in the business side like i was telling you the other day that like i had this fear for a long time that i didn't want to post anything on social media about having openings cuz i didn't want people to think that i wasn't busy but that's part of the game like that like to show that there's not much left. And I even recognize like people would call me on a regular basis and be like, I'm sure that you're already booked up, but I figured I'd just try to see if I could get in. And I'm like, I got plenty of days available. (laughs) Like, so there's so much of it that is really just, it's just a game. And it's when you can understand what the game is and you play it enough. And that's really what it's about is when you've played it enough, you start to understand, but That's the biggest thing. Are you leaving yourself the opportunity to understand? Or are you just playing the game and oblivious to the strategies? Oblivious to the strategies that other people have learned and making happen? And there's a lot of people out there willing to share the strategies. But you still have to play the game.
1: Can I put something in? Yep. So, like, I've never participated in print comp. So I don't have too much of a background to go on it, but I've watched it now for like what, three years, I think. Yeah. And I think the thing that I've seen with my friends who get like it's hard when you put your own work up there and somebody critiques it. But I think like Sam's saying, it you have to be able to take yourself out of it and recognize that what you do to sell, Sam sells good. I mean this business runs good, right? And not to throw him under the bus, but like he it, it didn't do good this weekend for him for print comp but they're two totally separate entities. I ha- We have another friend, Tiffany, and she we were talking and she's like, what I, s- what I shoot and sell to my clients has nothing to do with what I shoot and present at print competition.
0: Exactly. And
1: I think that's that's that differentiate, how do you say it?
0: Differentiation.
1: Yeah, that point where- Say that
0: again, what was that?
1: Differentiation.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think that's the point though, where you have to be able to separate yourself out. They're both your works, but this is your work for your clients and it has nothing to do with your print comp work. And cause I see Sam do it all the time. He's like, Oh, my pictures suck. They can't even merit. Well, they might suck, but they, they support my family so they can't suck too bad. Right? Like yeah. there's a difference between that. So I just,
0: well, and I you also, I also look at like, and this is one of the points that I made if you remember at print competition was that, you know, I look at me who prepped my images, got them ready and posted the, or got them submitted to print competition three hours before, like within three hours of the deadline. Okay. That's all the effort I put into print competition. So when you put that little effort in, do you really deserve to win? Yes. If you understand the game, different story. Now let's take it to a different level. We look at like Bart and Annie, they, they print prep their images just a couple days before they didn't put a ton of work into it. They posted them. He did better. But you look at like Dennis Hammond and Sherry Hammond. They literally spend all year long prepping, getting ready. Now, they even submitted some images, which was really shocking because I noticed in the PPA or the ASP, his same tree picture, the one tree picture that did well was a color version in the ASP. Yeah,
1: I noticed that.
0: And then also, the image that he did best with last year, she was clearly side-by-side with him shooting. Because hers was a square image. Because hers was a square image, but almost the exact same thing the following year. It didn't do as well as his, but like I was noticing that, and it really was kind of like, again, understanding the game, playing the game. If you're willing to play the game, then you have a better chance at winning. But how often do we, just like Tim said... I learned I hate the game. How often do we fail because we decide I don't want to play the game because I don't like the results? By giving up. Yeah. So, but if we just give up, then yeah, we're never gonna win at the game. Or if we choose not to play the game because (laughs) we're scared, scared, we're overwhelmed, we're whatever it may be. Naturally, we're not gonna do well in the game. But if you play the game long enough, you're gonna get pushed down in the mud, you're gonna struggle, you're gonna learn. If you keep your eyes open and you're willing to learn, you're gonna learn how to play that game better and you're gonna succeed at that game. Tim says, would get me more frustrated than anything else. (laughs) Oh, print comp to me feels like what you said when they changed the rules to the game every year. I would go back and make changes only to have it ripped apart again. It was a never ending thing that would get me more frustrated than anything else. And Tim, I would really, I would really urge you this is actually something that I watched and it was really frustrating to me this year. Three of the judges for our print competition. Now, I do hold our judging for PPA standard much higher than any other print competition out there because I know that they have a very specific expectation. They have specific rules, specific everything. I understand that when you come to sync. One thing that I noticed is the judging was incredibly like gentle. Mm -hmm. They, I was shocked. I put just as, as minimal amount of effort into sync as I did into state competition. And I merited all six of my images and I was shocked at it. I took those same six images with the exception of one and po- put them into state competition where three of the judges were the same as in sync competition and they destroyed my images. So there's something to be said for that. Now, I trust more at the state level because I trust it to be more consistent. And I think that they're one of the most powerful things that I've ever learned was listening to print competition and hearing how they do it and understanding that it is a game and that it is learning and understanding. Now, where can you, what can this do for your business or for your imagery? What it does for you is when you start to understand the game and you start to learn what they're looking for, how it can make you better as a photographer is starting to recognize those things that they're expecting and searching for those in your images and finding those things in your images. For instance, I always, when I go to look at images for print comp, I had a couple images that I I was like, these are shoo-ins, these are absolutes. I went and I pulled those images, and I started to notice all the little things that I knew the judges were going to notice, and it shot complete holes in my images, and I couldn't even post them. For instance, one was a girl with a horse, and there was a weed right in front of her, a green weed right in front of her pants, and I knew that that was not going to work. And so, again... It comes down to understanding that it's a game and trying to figure out how to be good at the game. Okay. Business is no different. The game is that people have expectations. People have desires. People have things that they love. And it's understanding how to appeal to those things. And if you can't play the game, then it's likely you're going to get rolled in business. So Mia has something she wants to share. I can tell.
1: (laughs) I do. She's got a book open. I've got our book open because I just read this the other day and it goes perfectly. I had to search for it in chapter five. If any of you are at chapter five, he has a part and it said it goes just so perfect. So get sold or be sold. Should you lie to yourself? Of course not. But you, sh- But you've got to get yourself sold no matter what. Rather than lying to yourself, a better alternative is to do what champions do. Champions decide to win the game with what they have to work with. They don't change teams. They make the most of the assets and strengths available to them. They play the cards they've got, and they make the most of the pot. They don't lie to themselves. They convince themselves that the only solution is winning, and they commit to the outcome only. Focus on winning whatever the game you're playing in life. And I just well, think that works out perfect. That works out perfect. And I knew it was in there, so I had to share it. There you go. Read your book.
0: Chapter five.
1: Chapter five. Okay. Most important sale.
0: Mic drop. Mic don't drop. don't drop my mic, please. No. That's, that wouldn't be good. So sales is a game. It's 100% a game. Everything we do is a game. I I watch my kid right now, and it's so funny because he, like, I see the games he plays. Like, he always comes to me, he's like, Dad, um, you know what, never mind. The answer's probably already no. And he's playing (laughs) the game because he knows that I'm going to say, what is it? Just tell me what it is. Like, you know, and and it's the same games that i used to play except for i think parents just know because we all did it at one point in our lives like but that's what life is about it's about learning how to play the game and when you can make a game out of everything and you can learn to
1: well jennifer said i am not local but i did submit in time for districts and that was something else i was just writing back to her that i noticed um there were people and like i say i've never participated and i don't know all the rules yet i'm still trying to learn the rules for print comp but you can participate in other people's print other states print comps at the local level right before going to districts so if you want practice or if you want to get um the ideas of other people i think the other thing we're talking on here with tim because i told him to stop saying that he sucks because none of you do but that all the judges it's subjective. Like they all come from their own background. They all come from their own like taste. And I know there's certain things they're looking for, but it's still a perspective thing. So just because you don't, again, just because it doesn't match with what you like, doesn't mean your work is crap. So just shut up, Tim and stop it. (laughs) You're all good.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Not only that, but like, that's a game all in itself. The more you tell yourself you suck,
1: the the more you you start to believe it. it.
0: So you can have your moments.
1: Yeah. Well, and I think you do need your moments. There's times when you do just have to like let those emotions hit and work through them and then move on.
0: It's an interesting topic, but it really is. Life is so much. There's so much about life that is just a game. There's so much about business. That's just a game. And it really like, when you think about it, it's, it's odds, it's statistics. It's, it's all the things that you can, you can think of. It's just a strategy. So what can you do to increase your odds when it comes to your strategy and make business a game, make it fun. Like there's, there's things out there where everybody out there, like groups out there, communities out there, where they just gamify everything. And that's what drives people. Like nobody likes to lose. There's people out there that are really competitive. So it's just part of the game. You got to play the game to win the game. And that's pretty much all we got for you today. Do we have any questions? Nope. I hope that was beneficial.
1: I think so. Let's have,
0: did we just get an applause? There we go.
1: Whatever. Play the outro.